This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Tobo, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, Katlaho. So, uh, this godly times <laughs> of 2 a.m. <laughs> it's so lovely to have a guest on yeah. because, like I always say, you know, you uh, say, invite a person to say, hey, when I come, let's talk. Mm. And then you say two, uh, two o'clock and they, they get excited. Oh, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yay. <laughs> and then, no, we're like, no, it's actually on the flip side. It's yeah. in the morning. And that's when you find the, uh, okay. <laughs> so when we have someone coming into the studio, mm. it's really a plus for us. Mm. And we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, these are the godly hours. Yeah. So you're walking into a blessed space. Amen. I often say to the, <laughs> to the listeners that you find us between midnight right and yeah. at three o'clock so at midnight uh, there are people oh 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 those that are <laughs> kneeling down and praying and yeah. manifesting and then at three o'clock as well mm. uh, as we are knocking off uh, there are people that are also kneeling down they're praying for us yeah. so we are blessed within uh, this particular space <laughs> and we're honored to have you on uh, this morning yeah pleasure is mine i really appreciate it to be here yeah, give us a sense, man, of uh, this particular space, uh, the education yeah. space. It's a, it's one space that uh, one would say over the years we've seen developments, we've seen uh, just transformation over time, yeah. especially also drawing from how then we see this last year uh, where the metric pass rate was the highest uh, yeah. that we've seen in the history of South Africa, meaning that when you look at it, there have been a little bit of winds here and there, yeah. uh, but you've been actively involved in this uh, and you've been really working to ensure uh, that you plug young people and that this sector yeah. is transformed for the better. Tell us about your work and how do we find you in this particular space? Yeah, so basically we are in this space, the education space from early childhood development mm. all the way to your tertiary uh, levels, uh, which is undergrad and also postgrad. Uh, so basically, like you say, the pass rate has gone up. Uh, it's a it's a it's a good thing, but again, mm. it doesn't really give a clear picture of what really is happening. Uh, so basically, a pass rate like this uh, above eighty yeah. percent uh, would allow students to be able to move to the next level. Uh, but if you look at the pass rate itself, you know we're talking of students who've obtained D's and E's mm. uh, that we would also add into that category or that subset. To say that they've actually uh, passed. But now if you're going to look at the university admission requirements, you know, you'd find that uh, the APS is actually much higher and it will leave a lot of students in between the gap, you know. So you'd find that um, uh, a fraction of the students and a, and a, and a very small fraction of students mm -hmm. would move on to your tertiary uh, learning institutions if if they are lucky uh, and the rest of them obviously will be back in the streets most of them will start getting into employment mm. uh, most of them will start getting into crime uh, and all the other things that uh, an unengaged youth would find themselves doing is it uh, a systemic is it structural and and how do we then uh, find ourselves here over uh, the years uh, we know very well that one would say it comes with maybe policies yeah. uh, that were introduced post the apartheid era whereby we're all looking at ensuring that all sectors of the society uh, they are strengthened uh, where lie the gap how, how are we not in any way making sure that as you start uh, from great r and then you're able with that particular moment 
momentum, you're able to finish uh, your metric and then you're able to go into a varsity with that uh, particular momentum of just maintaining A's yeah. and not, uh, you know, maybe hovering around your D's and your E's. Yeah. And those students who are getting D's and E's, they are also, they also have um, innate abilities. They also mm. have uh, areas that we could have identified at an earlier age. Uh, let me give an example. There's this Facebook picture that I like uh, giving an example with, where they have a fish, a baboon, um, and uh, and a giraffe. Mm. And the test or the education system says, we're going to judge you on how quick you can climb the tree. Mm. So obviously the baboon is going <laughs> to climb the tree, but the fish, you know, the, the giraffe, they won't mm. be able to climb the tree. But if the education system was in a way that it tests students based on their innate abilities based on testing the fish on its ability to swim, uh, testing the giraffe in its ability to uh, look at a certain height and mm. to run a certain distance. You know, that is a comprehensive and a, an inclusive education system. But right now, the education system is only testing and is only going to favor a certain subset mm. uh, of students. So yeah, we, we are really calling for that kind of overhaul to say if we can have systems which are complex, uh, our road systems are complex, we can be able to, uh, at a toll gate, uh, charge a truck, a bus, uh, a small car, you know, with different weights, different mm -hmm. amounts, and different toll gates. We can be able to, you know, apply those kind of uh, education systems uh, to, to test our students mm. and to teach them at an earlier age. You know, let's go down to grassroots, uh, starting at grade three, grade four. Let's see that this student has good abilities in sports. Yeah. This student, oh, so, so why do you need to put him in French class or Afrikaans <laughs> class? This student has good abilities in culinary arts. They are yeah. passionate about culinary arts why do they have to be studying accounting and business studies you know so i i, I we're really calling and we really advocate to to overhaul and really come up with solutions where we can start um equipping our students at grassroots level so it's a it's a matter of the curriculum uh, so the gap uh, you've uh, picked up the gap in uh, the curriculum uh, from an early age you would need it to be more focused in terms of understanding uh, the young person and where then we can capitalize in terms of their skill set and their strengths uh, so that they can actually get to make it to the end uh, instead of uh, just a blanket approach uh, that would then uh, tend to leave some behind yeah absolutely and that is where the disparity starts to form because we are putting all of those students and testing them with only one uh, kind of test which is uh, which is acad the, the academic uh, route of testing. But, but, but can one come through then Tobo to say that uh, we have uh, you know extracurricular activities like yeah. your sports yeah. uh, that should give you a sense of where you belong yeah. when you embark in, in those activities and also to say that uh, you know you have a choice when you get to grade 10 you mm. choose whether you want to do sciences you want to do uh, you know uh, maths or you want to go into the commerce field and mm. the line does in this curriculum then give you uh, that opportunity to find yourself? Grade 10 is too late, my brother. Mm. Grade 10 is too late. You're talking about, uh, grade 10, you're talking about 12, year, 11, 11 uh, 12, 13, 13 year olds, you know, uh, yeah. 14 year olds sometimes. Uh, and I feel, I feel that is actually quite too late uh, because, you know, even just the student, the spirit of, of a student gets crushed by trying over and over again 
to do well in this subject and and you know that that is the test you know and you know mm. it it actually um uh, uh depresses students we've seen students committing suicide we've seen students uh getting into just all this depression because one they don't have the support so you'd find the student is actually good at that subject or they actually have an interest but they don't have extra support like what we have at lion tutoring mm-hmm. would say okay fine we're gonna tutor your student after school so even if they do like math and science and they're not performing well they probably just needed an extra hour a day um, of having that math and science and you find that the student academic will start shooting up mm-hmm. you know but there's certain students that uh, altogether they don't have the ability uh, for those subjects and you find that even when like you're saying uh, having your extracurricular activities sports uh, rugby soccer but how celebrated are they how organized is it is it just maybe just to say you no know, students need to stretch their legs and play mm-hmm. soccer diski you know um but how how really is it organized you know to even get the student who's not in your model c schools or in your in your upper upper uh, high-end schools to be able to participate in that soccer at a professional level uh, starting from grassroots level so i think Mm. just overhauling the whole thing um and and it's something that i've also um mentioned to the government of Botswana to say we need to overhaul this whole thing you know we need to really make sure that we we capture all students good case studies you'll see the singaporean um, uh, education system they do cater for all the students needs uh, starting from grassroots mm. I mean also uh, to here at home uh, we often see especially when it comes uh, the time of uh, you know exams and the likes uh, that debate rages on and it just rests its head again around the pass rate mm. whereby others would say 35 uh, can't be a pass rate here yeah. it has to shoot up uh, you know, you need to more or less uh, create an environment whereby all of these young people are over ambitious and they would want to aim for higher. And uh, just you limiting it to 30, 35 is you robbing them of an opportunity to explore uh, their full potential. Yeah. What, what, what would be your take on where we find ourselves here? And, and is there a case here yeah. uh, around uh, the pass mark uh, that mm. we'll have to then maybe as we work around the overhaul uh, that we look into and we prioritize? Yeah, and and it's not just like that here in South Africa. I mean, I, we also, as Lion Tutoring, do a lot of business in Botswana, mm. and you'd find that regionally, um, the pass rate is 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 put low. Uh, we've sort of lowered the standard. Um, uh, sorry to sound a little bit controversial, so that politicians can be able to stand up and say we've got an eighty three percent pass rate. But now the disparity is between the pass rate mm. uh, from the from the basic education and the ad- university admission requirements why is there such a huge disparity what is going to happen to the student uh, that has passed uh, but the university of um, pretoria the university mm. of uct the univers- all those other universities won't be able to absorb that student in yeah. um, the colleges of higher uh, learning that we have w- which are quite a lot the tvet colleges you know uh, the student is going to get lost in between because they won't mm-hmm. be able to obtain that uh, university admission requirement so as as good as it looks on paper um, as as good as it looks on a on a state of the nation address, um, the students are lost within the cracks, and that mm-hmm. is where we say, you know, let's 
let's uh, raise the standard, you know. And there's going to be a huge risk because once the, the standard has been raised, there's going to be a high failure rate. But we mm. also need to capacitate the student to say you are able to get uh, that A or that B or that C um, for, for, for the subjects that you want to do. And by obtaining that credit pass, you know, you are able to get university admission, not just in South Africa, but in other parts of the world, you know. Right now, I think even the, our students are struggling to get university admission in Europe, in, you know, in other global universities, mm. because, yes, they might be taken into your TVET colleges, but mm. some of these students want to study abroad and having an 83 uh, percent pass rate uh, but a student has obtained 35 percent you know the university abroad is not gonna uh, 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 obtain that student mm. into their system so those are so it's we like we're setting you up for failure so we're not preparing you uh, for yeah. the world of work as well uh, beyond south africa in terms of what you may experience or what you may actually as you go about wanting to get employed uh, that the challenges that would be presented by where you come from and the education system uh, that you've really been part of for all of, all of these years. So just a reminder to our listeners at home uh, that we have Tobo in studio uh, this morning, uh, who's our guest. We're speaking inclusivity in education, and we're just trying to find out in terms of how we can really close the gaps as we go into uh, the 2024 academic year and push for inclusion uh, where we can. We're there uh, by act. We go by at Power FM 987 at Katlerodi underscore. We're railing behind uh, the hashtag Power Zone uh, this morning, but also we're on 0861 this morning. You can just give us a call as we just uh, push uh, to just try to understand and find out uh, where we are as a country, especially uh, developments around the education space. Uh, Tubo, I mean, over the years, uh, we've seen uh, people really look down on vocational training uh, that mm-hmm. education training tvet colleges it's like uh, you are it's like they are a by the way yeah. a kind of a, a space and uh, you only go there when you're not the brightest of them all that's how then uh, the system has really been over uh, time yeah. uh, but then uh, over the years we see government trying by all means to change the narrative we yeah. see them trying to push for investments in uh, that particular space they've opened the leg of uh, even funding through nsfas for those that may want to go there and even saying that uh, really there's greater benefit to you even if maybe you've obtained an A uh, in terms of you going to a vocational education training or college uh, to get capacitated uh, compared to you taking that and going to a traditional university whereby you'll just be armed with theory but then when we come to uh, the practicals and you applying the work uh, then it becomes a little bit of a problem. Uh, Let's talk about uh, what you've picked up over the years around issues of TVET colleges, mm-hmm. a vocational education training uh, in the country and its capabilities in really turning the corner uh, for young people. Yeah, I see this a lot uh, both here in South Africa and Botswana. Mm-hmm. We do have your vocational training centers. You know, like, um, I don't know, students usually that come uh, successfully from your TVET colleges and your vocational training programs, those that have a little bit of entrepreneurial skills mm. are able to are able to really fend for themselves and sometimes do better than students that went to your uh, top 10 universities mm. let me give an example i had uh, one of the students uh, that we had she she wasn't really that strong 
in your um, uh, academics, although we were tutoring them privately, uh, they were just not that strong. But she had a passion for makeup and she had a hand for makeup. You know, even before you talk about going to the vocational training center and being taught how to apply the makeup, etc. Mm. Uh, she, she just had it in her. It's something that she really got excited by. She knew all the different foundation, this, shades, whatever the case may be. And by obviously going to the Tibet College, she was able to open up her own uh, beauty spa. Nice. And she's actually one of the most successful uh, beauticians in, in Botswana. Um, and mm. obviously, is there was a bit of entrepreneurial uh, skills that were imparted on her. So so most of the students that would come from TVET colleges, they have the hard skills. You know, they can be able to do your plumbing, your electricity. Mm. But the problem is most of them now start going to fight for jobs with students that are coming from the universities, mm. which sort of also puts them on the hindsight. You know, they're not able to, uh, to really fight. I mean, obviously, if there's an application to HR and somebody is coming with a university of XYZ, mm. the other one from a TVET college, uh, usually they would go for the one from the university. But uh, putting a bit of entrepreneurial skills or a, a course on entrepreneurship, you know, to say when you leave this TVET college, we expect uh, we expect you to go and start up your own business because you do have the skills and make jobs for other two or three people um, uh, to join your team. So yeah. that is actually a good case study that I've always been given to people to yeah. say, um, here's a business. This lady is turning over millions. Uh, right now, when it started, it wasn't the case. But at this current moment, you know, she's even making more money than somebody who's hired by a bank or a financial institution that we all think that is the ideal job. Uh, but she's able now to control her time. She's able to provide jobs uh, for the other young people. She's able to train other young people. And quite uh, recently, even mm -hmm. over and beyond just the TVET College uh, qualification she's able to even provide courses around applying makeup uh, which are certified by the BQA which is equivalent nice. to your SAQA here uh, South African Qualifications Authority so those are some of the things that we need to start mm. opening our minds to to say you know let's look at what are the skills or the innate skills that students have and even at Lion Tutoring we actually uh, provide psychometric tests uh, you know, so parents would obviously pay for us to test the child and there will be a psychometric test. It's AI driven. Uh, students will answer questions on their personality, on the competence also. Then it will obviously bring some careers, mm. uh, desirable careers or careers that the student can start uh, thinking about. And it will obviously give you some personality reports to say, uh, is this student sanguine, choleric, uh, melancholic, all of those uh, mm. uh, psychology kind of, um, you know, classing, which will help the student also make an informed decision on picking a career. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Aligned Tutoring, uh, you know, international and the work that you guys have been doing over time. I know that you're closing the gap as much as you can, uh, looking at the academic space and just arming the young ones to really believe in their capabilities when they are there in the classroom because it can be a different ball game altogether. Uh, do we, over the years, see parents warming up to uh, just bringing tutors, 
tutors in uh, yeah. to try and help uh, the young ones? Do we see uh, most of these parents then getting getting greater uh, benefit in terms of the reviews that maybe you may get at the end of the year mm. uh, to say that Akatleho uh, has passed with A and and the likes? Uh, and 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 do we, would you really then advise parents to say that if you really uh, want to know your child some more, if you want to navigate your child some more in terms of where their uh, you know strengths lie, and then this is what you need to tap into. Yeah, we've seen quite a huge uptake um, regionally and globally. You know, mm-hmm. people are starting to warm up to the issue of having uh, tutors coming in. One for students who are doing uh, quite badly, struggling, and even students who are in the middle. So mm-hmm. you'd find a tutorial po- program for a student who's in their ease trying to get to a C and a student who's C trying to get to an A and a student who's an A star student trying to maintain the A star the program is quite different and we've seen that there's a huge uptake even in South Africa people are calling tutors to come to their homes um, because they know that if a student wasn't able to grasp concepts at school for the first eight uh, eight hours of their day at school, mm. um, if if there's a uh, tutorial program introduced by the school, chances are the student won't be able to grasp that concept. So basically, having a tutor come into your house, a young people like us who have been vetted, and we we actually do vet these tutors. We take their fingerprints. We check if they don't have any criminal cases, any pending uh, cases, any sexual offenders uh, cases. Uh, so the same way that you would hire a teacher at school, mm. we hire our tutors. And it's really exciting for the student to have uh, a person with a fresh uh, perspective to say, okay, this is the work that you did with your teacher at school and you were able to grasp the concept here and there, but here's where we need to reinforce so that by the following day when we move to the next topic, um, you are able to, to, to grasp those concepts. Uh, so people are really uptaking uh, tutorial programs and even at Lion Tutoring we have an app which is like Uber yeah. for tutors so when you go into the Google Play Store and you just search Lion Tutoring you'd be able to tell the app your subjects that you want uh, tutors in then it will suggest you the tutors which are in your location then obviously you'd look at the tutors profile you'll see if it matches uh, what you want to provide for your student uh, then you pay on the app then we send the tutor to your house I'm smiling because really this is where we tap into technology yeah. young people you want where you would get them you'd get them there right to yeah. say that uh, here's an app that is friendly and if you really find yourself there on the phone all the time maybe you can start using it for greater use in terms of making sure that you align yourself with opportunities and just really help yourself in terms of personal development yeah. uh, that that's very important do we see all subjects are covered do we see you also now dabbling as also uh, mental health advocates <laughs> because really that's you find a lot right you're dealing with a lot in this space and it's a case by case uh, situation so i may come here uh, really troubled not because i'm not a bright academically gifted young person but because maybe there's something that is 
just weigh me down. It's blocking me yeah. uh, from really experiencing and picking up on uh, my potential and everything and my strengths and, and everything in, else in between. Do we see it really uh, going there, catering for mm-hmm. everybody else mm-hmm. and even uh, you helping uh, where one's mentors and everything else is concerned? Yeah, you know, our philosophy at the end of the day is just about student support, you know. So anything and everything that can help support the student um, you know, we are all for that. Um, so right now it's all subjects, as you know, your typical maths, English science, maths literacy, and we also do languages, uh, you know, your Setswana, Sepid, Afrikaans, and then, um, yeah, then there's all, we also have swimming lessons in Botswana, um, uh, and here we're, we're going to start this year to have swimming lessons. So you might have a poor, you might have a three or four year old that would like to learn to swim um, would obviously deploy the tutor to your house to help them to uh, to swim. We also have guitar lessons. We have wow, music man. lessons. You know, these are certain things that will help the student to just disengage from the usual uh, academic uh, process. Um, so playing an instrument, you know, doing playing a sport like swimming, uh, for instance, will really help the student even to deal with those mental health issues. But, you know, you really gave me an idea to say uh, <laughs> we probably even need to have your mental health, even just uh, sort yeah. of psychologist, yeah. you know, somebody yeah, on standby, on oh, standby yeah. to yeah. be able to. We, we obviously do have uh, that, um, but it's obviously in the back back end. Uh, we have educational psychologists, mm-hmm. we have your occupational therapists, uh, but probably we need to have those even even able to deploy it at the the clients' homes, mm-hmm. you know, because even sometimes you'd find the counseling is even for the parents because yeah. i'll be i i wanted to study actuarial science and i i did study actuarial <laughs> science first year then it, it clapped me i had to do economics but i probably st- still stuck in that and i would want my children to study that course but my children are meant to take their own route you know mm. you, you'd always have even some of us, you know, like Kokasi, um, would name children bo doctor. We are manifesting for the doctor. But we think a doctor has a doctor. doctor He's a doctor in the in the field, you know. So we really need to even counsel ourselves as yeah. parents to say, um, our kids might take a different route from what we are conventionally used to or what we desire for them. I gave you an idea there. Get an invoice. I'm fair to But uh, Tubo, thank you very much, man, for coming into uh, the studio and uh, giving us a sense of the work uh, that you're doing. I love the fact that you're saying there's greater benefit. We see parents, more parents uh, just working about uh, just ensuring that their young ones are developed, the young ones are capacitated, mm. especially where the academics are concerned. And, and they're also motivated to go into this thing. I mean, you wouldn't want to uh, find yourself coming back with D's with ease yeah. so it gives you a sense of uh, you know you belonging a sense of yeah. you are on the right path mm. when you come back and you're like ah oh, I've moved to B I'm now yeah. on an A I'm A plusing yeah. you know so that's very encouraging do we see you joining with a young one from uh, maybe some of them January to December or it depends on the parents uh, how uh, you are satisfied that the, the your, your young one has been capacitated yeah our our system uh, or, or our program runs for the whole year yeah. uh, for, so from January to December like you say, even when, packages, student, yeah. even when the student has closed schools, that is actually the time that the tutoring program works the most because you're going to unpack. So if your student is December, 
most of the students which are other uh, uh, nationalities like you know Makoa Makule at the mm. at the time where we are in holiday they are busy studying, studying you know they are yeah. really unpacking the work from last year and mm. getting on to the next year so even us um, and mm-hmm. everyone else who's listening you know make sure that you don't stop the program you know during those times those holidays as we are just about to get into the uh, midterm breaks um, in between uh, um, term one and term two that is the time where you need to really uh, get a tutor and if anyone would like to get a tutor uh, my whatsapp number i'll share yeah please uh, give us those details as we say goodbye to you and also the app uh, website how do we find you guys yes yeah, so my whatsapp number is 0737759305 that's 0737759305 that's my personal number i've we've got 300 employees we've got sales teams <laughs> but i normally prefer to talk to customers directly to yeah. explain to them before i give them to somebody else so reach me on whatsapp um uh, our website is www.lineterinternational.com and our socials, we are on TikTok, brother. You know, yeah. we want to capture our audience. Our kids are on TikTok. We are doing the dance moves, but we also have, uh, you know, some seriousness. So we really yeah. capture them with those uh, Ama Piano dance moves. And there will be videos that would show uh, some of the snippets of lessons. How do you factorize an equation? How do you solve a quadratic equation? Uh, even on YouTube, we have a YouTube channel at Lion Tutoring. So that's basically where they can the uh, get a hold of us. The app is on Google Play Store. Uh, it's also just at Lion Tutoring. And we are working on one for your iPhone nice. and uh, uh, App Store um, in the future. So I think yeah, that's basically how they can reach us. Tobo Khatula, thank you very much, sir, for giving us your time and everything of the best. I mean, you're coming with a solution. You're closing a gap here. And we can only wish you everything of the best. I'm hoping that parents will take up uh, the opportunity. The man is on 073-775-9305. He called them differently. But then <laughs> he said 0737-75-9305. Uh, but then he's on WhatsApp. Uh, check them out. Alliance Tutoring International on all you know social media platforms you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts